Today's episode is brought to you by Hugh Kitchen. Hugh is a family-founded chocolate and snacking company focused on creating products with ultra-simple ingredients and unbeatable taste. So get your taste on now. Built with strong mission to help people to get back to human. But you're not going to be eating the human, okay? It's just Hugh. Hugh simply uses real and, res- and reasonably sourced ingredients. Hugh is just awesome. Um, it's uh, refined sugar-free and aren't heavily processed. So um, use code POD for 15% to my listeners. When you purchase, you get 15% off. Use the code POD, P-O-D, for 15% off at HughKitchen.com. That's H-U-K-I-T-C-H-E-N.com. Enjoy. What's good, everybody? This your boy, Manny, and this is another episode of Talking Sports with Manny. Man, we got a lot to talk about, man. Um, it's been a minute since I've been on, but we got the Le'Veon Bell saga. We got the uh, NFL Week 6. Some hot matchups are coming up. Uh, NFL's been doing pretty good with the COVID testing and things like that. So uh, we have NBA free agency coming up and the NBA draft and rumors. So much to talk about, man. Let's let's get on into it. Shout out to my Lakers for winning the NBA title. It's been a long time coming. LeBron came out here, best GM in the league, brought AD, told AD to sit down. Clutch Sports came in, swooped them up, did the thing. AD came out here, tough season. The season was really canceled like three times, but they pulled it off. Shout out to Rajon Rondo. Two-time champion. Shout out to first-time champion KCP. Shout out to Dwight Howard. Awesome story. He was out the league. Now he's back in the league. He kind of reminds me of the JaVel McGee story. So shout out to JaVel McGee, three-time champion. Put some respect on his name. He is no longer the uh, Shaq and a Fool champion. He's now a three-time champion in the NBA. Shout out to my boy, Quinn Cook, two-time champion. Danny Green. Laker fans, man, we didn't like this guy, but you know what? He hit some big shots for us, man, and um, hopefully he does well on his next team. But, yeah, man, all around, man, Lakers, you know, put together a nice little team that uh, came together. Um, The MVPs of this finals run was uh, KCP and Rondo. They came out of nowhere and put together some pretty good games. Then when you toss in a guy like Markeith Morris, I mean, you just can't beat it. So, all around, all around. Shout out to the Los Angeles Lakers. Now it's all about what happens next. You got free agency coming up. There's rumors that the Lakers can go get Oladipo or go get Zach Levine. What's more realistic there? It's going to take somebody saying, hey, I'm, I'll take Danny Green's $15 million. I'll take a Kuzma's contract. I'll take the first-round pick. So we'll see what happens, man. Whether it's Zach Levine, whether it's Oladipo, it doesn't matter. I think the Lakers are in good position uh, to build upon this team. They're going to add some more veterans. So looking forward to the new season. Let's get it. All right, guys, so last night, man, there was a major, major move. Le'Veon Bell now joins the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Le'Veon Bell, 
How is it possible that the Chiefs continue to get rich? The rich continue to get rich. You have all these players that are disgruntled. They get cut and they go to good teams. So good teams do get better. So if your team is not good, just pray. You got to fast and you got to pray that one day the Lord will help your team to be better. Because when your team is better, people are going to come. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when you're winning, when you're in a good winning culture, it just breeds winning. Winning breeds winning. Okay? So, uh, I mean, you look at the uh, the New England um, Patriots. They continue to get good players like Cam Newton went to a winning franchise, went to a winning culture. So it happens all the time, but this is crazy. So you look at Patrick Mahomes. He's now passing to Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Le'Veon Bell. Then you got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. We're going to talk about the impact of this in fantasy football in a minute. But right now, we just got to pay homage to the Kansas City Chiefs, man. They're doing their thing. The GM is nice. Uh... You got Sammy Watkins out there, Miko Hardeman, you got Robinson. I mean, you got so many guys. And that's what, like I said, that's what winning franchises do. So I think that Le'Veon Bell has a good season. He might not have that monster Pittsburgh type season, but man, if you can't ball out on Kansas City, then you know what? You're useless. So I expect Kansas City to continue scoring 30 to 35 points a game. They're my favorites to get back to the Super Bowl. And they have a shot at winning, winning it all. Because we have to remember, it just takes one circumstance, one bad weather game or one, one play in the playoffs or one lucky play or an injury to knock somebody out. So I do expect Kansas City Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl. We'll see if that happens. But uh, once again, congratulations to every Kansas City uh, fan out there. So, guys, the Tennessee Titans are for real. The Tennessee Titans are the real deal, man. They had this game Tuesday night football. I love Tuesday night football. Matter of fact, the NFL should make a Tuesday night football. Because us men, we need more football in our lives. We just need more football in our lives. So, um, the Titans came out there and just destroyed, absolutely destroyed the Bills. Ryan Tannenhill, ever since he left the Miami Dolphins, this guy has been nothing short but phenomenal, man. This guy, put some respect on his name, man. This guy right here is a baller. And if you're smart, you should go trade for him in all the fantasy leagues that you have. Ryan Tannenhill is that dude. But anyways, did y'all see that stiff arm that um, Tannenhill, I mean, not Tannenhill, that uh, Derrick Henry gave to Josh Norman? Bro, he took Josh Norman and said, receive this blessing, receive this blessing. And he caught Hey, this dude. Not only did he fly, he flew. He just didn't fly. He flew. I mean, Derrick Henry is a monster, man. This guy is not human. This guy's like the Incredible Hulk in a Titans uniform. The guy really has superpowers. I think his superpower is super strength. The guy is just that good. But yeah, man, shout out to the Titans, man. The Titans are, are a contender this year. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and the Titans fans are excited. Um, they got a chance to go to that, uh, we, um, I almost said Western Conference Finals. They got a chance to go to that uh, AFC uh, title game. Uh, you got Buffalo out there, you got uh, Kansas City, and you got Baltimore. Then you got Tennessee. I think these are the four top teams in the AFC. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. But yeah, Derrick Henry, Tannenhill, A.J. Brown, welcome back to the NFL. Titans look good. They look really, really good. All right, guys. So let's talk a little bit about the week five matchups. You had the Buccaneers who lost to the Bears, man. They got steamrolled. 
Uh, they didn't get steamrolled, but you know, you you're expecting more out of Tom Brady, and Tom Brady has not given you the Tom Brady of years past. Even though he has more weapons, Gronkowski finally showed up, but then he showed himself back to the sidelines. He got hurt again. Um, Deshaun Watson played great this uh, uh, Sunday. Um, he looks like a really, really good quarterback again. And, you know, he doesn't have weapons like he once had. But, hey, Brandon Cooks, man, don't sleep on him. He had six receptions for 161 yards and a score. So he's capable. It's just health. Both of his receivers are capable, but it's just health. Then you had the Ravens, who had a game versus the Bengals. The Bengals couldn't score. All that Joe Burrow stuff kind of just mellowed down. Uh, they steamrolled these guys 27-3. Uh, to 3. Then you have the Falcons, who continue to lose. They're good at losing. And now they just lost their coach for the season and the GM. It, it, you know, it was about time that they fired those guys. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater looked good versus the Falcons. He looks even better uh, in fantasy sometimes, depending on matchups. Uh, he's scrambling with the ball. He's passing. And then Roby Anderson has been a surprise. That means the Jets were just that bad. Roby Anderson has shown that he's a pretty good receiver. Then you have the Raiders, the Raiders versus the Chiefs. Um, the Raiders, they beat the Chiefs, man, 40-32. to 32. Patrick Mahomes was out there scratching his head. He was looking kind of confused, man. He was looking, he was not looking good at all. Uh, Derek Carr was out there airing out the ball. Shout out to Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs was out there, had him a good game. Then you have the Cardinals versus the Jets. The Cardinals looked good. Um, of course, the Cardinals look good versus every bad team in the NFL. That's their MO, I guess. So, um, Kyler Murray. Uh, looked like a complete quarterback. He was out there airing out the ball, passing the ball, doing his thing. So shout out to them. Then you have the Jets who are just dumpster trash. You know, after this game, I think Le'Veon Bell said, you know what, man, I can't do this anymore. I'm not about to just come out here and risk my life for this trash franchise. So he had to get the heck out of town. Then you have the Eagles versus the Steelers, man. That was a game. That was an exciting game. Chase Claypool, man, four touchdowns. The guy is amazing. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they know how to find wide receivers. You got to give it to them. They know how to find wide receivers. So they beat the Eagles. Miles Sanders finally had him a good game. Carson Wentz is trying. Um, I mean, with no weapons and no line, uh, Carson Wentz is doing his thing. He's trying out here. Then you have Washington versus the Rams. The Washington Redskins benched Dwayne Haskins. They took an L doing that. And then you see what happened. They were not able to produce. Like, uh, you know, Kyle Allen gets hurt, and then uh, Alex Smith comes in. Congratulations on, you know, coming back to the NFL and all that stuff. But, look, Alex Smith ain't it, man. He's just not it. The Rams were able to run the ball. They were able to pass the ball. They were able to do anything they wanted to against this squad. So, um, yeah, Rams look good this year. They're like, what, 4-1? and one? Um, They're doing their thing. Yeah, they're winning against bad teams, but that's what you're supposed to do, right? Shout out to the Miami Dolphins, man. 43 to 17. I don't want to hear any more talk about the Dolphins not being good, blah, blah, blah. The Dolphins, look, they're doing their thing, man. You got to give them their respect, okay? I think that they are a running back or a playmaker away from making the playoffs this season, yes. I'm saying that right now. They were able to beat the 49ers 43 to 17. Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, the guy is just a magician. He's magic, man. He's Ryan Fitz magic. Did his thing. 49ers, man, what are y'all doing, man? Jimmy G got benched and most starters back. I mean, they got so much injuries, man. These guys should just start a rehab center. Just call them the 49ers rehab centers because they always rehabbing somebody. So it's not an excuse. He was in the Super Bowl last year. Hey, 
coach. You're going to have to coach, coach. Then you have Dallas versus the Giants. Dallas ain't even good, man, to be honest. Dallas was out here trying to, you know, win against the Giants. And then Dak Prescott got hurt. He's out for the season. Uh, prayers to him. Even though I don't like the Cowboys, uh, I hate to see injuries. So he'll bounce back. Andy Dalton came in and pulled off uh, the win for these guys. The Giants were able to put up 34 points versus the Cowboys. It just tells you how trash the Cowboys defense has been. Um, NFC East is the NFC least. Somebody's going to win this division with six wins, maybe seven. Move on to the Colts versus uh, the Browns. The Browns look good this year. The Browns look good this year. The Browns look good this year. The Browns just might make the playoffs. We'll see. I know it's still early. It's still early. They did beat the Colts. Uh, Phillip Rivers is ultra trash. Um, I think that a, a quarterback change is coming soon. I see Brissett taking over. They should have never benched Brissett in the first place, giving the job to Rivers. Rivers has just shown that, look, he's he's washed, man. He's done. Brissett, Brissett is probably going to take over and be the new um, quarterback. Then you have the Seattle Seahawks versus the Vikings. They pulled off a one-point win. Russell Wilson was Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson acknowledges that him and Kirk Cousins have had great matchups dating back to college. So, um, you know, these guys remain undefeated. Um, Russell Wilson keeps doing Russell Wilson type, type things. He's the MVP right now. I was thinking it was Josh uh, Allen at first, but... Russell Wilson is running away with it right now as we speak. Then you have the Chargers versus the Saints. That was a tough game. Drew Brees didn't look good at all. Then he came back, did his thing, got them the victory. But you got to pay homage to this young kid named Herbert. Herbert can play, man. You know, and I guarantee you a lot of teams are mad that they didn't go ahead and draft this kid. Uh, the kid is good. So these are my week five highlights. Um, I'm looking forward to week six. All right, it is time for the fantasy football segment of this podcast. So, I asked a few questions. Uh, I asked them, you know, I put out something on Twitter, and um, somebody told me, you know, are they worried about the Indy versus Cincinnati game this week? Um, you should not be worried because the NFL has um, done some tests and everything came out um, negative. So, the Cincinnati versus the Colts game is intact. Then uh, one of my guys asked, who does he start this week, Big Ben or Stafford? Big Ben plays Cleveland, and then you have Stafford who plays um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both games have potential to be a shootout, but it, me personally, I'm going to go Stafford. I think that Stafford is going to come out there. He's going to ball. Um, we're going to get to see another game of Kenny Galladay. So I'm going Stafford over Big Ben this week. Um even though Big Ben, Claypool, that whole thing, hey, he has receivers that are banged up. And then who knows? They might run the ball more on Cleveland. So I'm going to go Stafford as my pick between the two. Then another guy said, should he start the Chiefs? I mean, should, should he start Singletary versus the Chiefs? I will start Singletary versus the Chiefs if I don't have if, if I didn't have better options. If I have better options, then Singletary is not starting because the pesky Yeldon. Yeldon came out last week and caught a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? And then Zach Moss is healthy. So that's a three-headed monster right there. And then, you know, the Bills are coming off of a loss. So I really don't know how that's going to pan out. But for me personally, I am not going to go Singletary. 
you know, I'll only go Singletary, like I said, if I don't have better options. And they're going to be losing, coming from behind. So maybe Josh Allen passes more to his wide receivers. Then he asked me, does he start Brandon Cooks versus Tennessee? I said yes. Somebody has to catch the ball. This can be a potential uh, shootout game or a comeback from behind game for the Houston Texans. The Texans are a terrible team this season. The Titans are nice. So I look for Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller to have a good game. Um, then he also asked me, what, what, what do I think about um, Henderson from the Rams? Henderson is a good player, but Cam Akers' value is going up. Cam Akers had his best game running the ball last week versus the lowly Washington football team. So if it's me, I'm trying to move Henderson right now that his value is still somewhat decent. Um, don't try to trade him after Cam Akers blows up. So trade him now if you can. Um, do you start him versus the Niners? I say yes. The Niners are dumpster trash. So um, he should get some value and some points um, versus the Niners. Also, he asked me, should he trade or keep Le'Veon Bell? Everybody is going to buy Le'Veon Bell right now. Everybody's trading for Le'Veon Bell. I'm actually the only guy that I know that's trading away Le'Veon Bell, especially in Keeper and Dynasty. I'm trying to get the maximum value that I can get from Le'Veon Bell. And what does that look like? It can possibly be a star tight end, a guy like a Mark Andrews. Maybe you might get lucky and get a Kittle. Um, you can also get a wide receiver too, a high-end wide receiver too, um, especially for teams that have lost Saquon Barkley or teams that have lost Christian McCaffrey. Le'Veon Bell is a buy, but you're going to have to give up a wide receiver like a, a Robert Woods or a Cooper Cup or a AJ Brown. Um, so, yeah, that's my take on that. So, guys, I'm about to give you guys the my guys. These are the my guys for fantasy this week. I mean, you know, you have guys like Claypool who went off, you have guys like, um, you know, Justin Jefferson who's been doing his thing recently. Those are those are two guys that I'm actually starting this week. I just got to see. I understand that Deontay Johnson is coming back, but for me personally, I got to ride this Claypool thing until it until it dries out. The guy is ultra talented and the way that Big Ben is playing, I see a scenario where he's getting um tons of touchdowns and you know, red zone targets this week. Um look at a guy like uh um What's his name? The backup for the Vikings, Alexander Madison. I think he's he was a top must add this week uh, off of waivers. He's going to ball out versus Atlanta. Atlanta is terrible in the run game. OK, these guys give up the ninth most to running backs. Um, so I like him this week. And if you're playing in, in a deep league, you want to give Adrian Peterson a chance. The Jacksonville Jaguars give up the eighth most uh, points to running backs. Then I like George Kittle a lot this week. I think this is going to be the George Kittle bounce back week. I understand he's playing the Rams and I understand it might be a, a time or two where Jalen Ramsey is probably going to be covering George Kittle. But I like George Kittle this week. I like Ryan Tannenhill. Go and trade for Ryan Tannenhill. If you've not traded for Ryan Tannenhill, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't. I mean, the guy has been producing ever since he got to Tennessee. That's a guy that's a must-add, a must-trade for. You get a guy like Ryan Tannenhill, he can turn your entire franchise around. You know what I'm saying? Put, put it all on his back. You know what I'm saying? He's going to have your back, and he's going to produce for you. So for me, I got to go ahead and grab uh, Ryan 
Mark Tannenhill. And then you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Of course, he's a virtual must-start every single week. Um, you have Josh Allen going against the Kansas City Chiefs. I really, really like this matchup. He's going to have a, uh, tons and tons of uh, opportunities to uh, produce against that team. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick a lot this week. He's playing the Jets. Um, his time is coming to an end because eventually they got to go to tour. But he's definitely a guy that you want to give a chance to. I'm starting guys like Fitzpatrick over guys like Lamar Jackson. I'm starting Fitzpatrick over guys like possibly Tom Brady. Then you want to go ahead and, you know, look at some, uh, you know, smaller tier guys, guys like Garner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is going to be one of them guys that goes out there and produce. Like, they're always losing, so you already know he's going to eat. And when you're hungry, you eat, right? So you want to go Gardner Minshew. Some of the running backs that I'm looking at this week, um, you have uh, guys like um, Carson and Jake was being out on bye week. So people are out here scrambling. Um, if you can make a little small trade for a guy like James Robinson, you go do it. Um, he's like a top 10 running back this year so far. Uh, you got Kareem Hunt, a guy that you can also trade for. Maybe you go trade something cheap for Mike Davis. You know, Mike Davis has one more good week left in him. And who knows, maybe Christian McCaffrey might be arrested even more. So you might be lucky to buy an extra game out of Mike Davis, but it's worth it. You know, running backs like that and production like that is what helps people win games. So I would definitely go do that. Um, stock is down on uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with Le'Veon Bell showing up. Um, I don't know what happens in that backfield. It's confusion. It's going to be confusion, but this might be the very last week that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is super relevant. I mean, if you look at what he's done in regular scoring, 19, I mean, PPR scoring, 19, 13, 18, 12, 11. He has not been good, but he has not been, I mean, he has not been great either. So, I mean, it just is what it is. Um, you want to start David Montgomery. I don't know if I've already mentioned that. I like David Montgomery and Miles Gaskins this week. Um, Philip Lindsay might be a good play if Melvin Gordon is indeed suspended. Then you got your elites, the elites of the elites. You got DeAndre Hopkins, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley. These are three guys that, that are playing terrible defenses, so... These three guys, I mean, they should be able to eat on these on these guys. So with guys like DK Metcalf and Lockett Mean Out, you really got to, uh, you know, plug and play, plug and play. But there's lots of guys out there. Roby Anderson has been very, very good. So if, if you can try to trade for him, try to trade for him. He's been very, very efficient. He's been very, very good. Um, I expect somebody from Cleveland Browns to do something. I just don't know who. I expect Terry McLaurin to have a bounce back game versus the Giants. Um, I like Tyler Boyd this week as well let me give you guys some more of my guys so my guys that are tight ends of course you got kelsey that's just a no-brainer and andrews but then you look at guys like john U. smith man who's tearing it up i would say go trade john U. smith trade for john U. smith right now if you have a kelsey or a waller trade those guys for john U. smith and something else you'll definitely definitely get value there robert tonian i like him a lot robert tonian is a guy that i'm trying to buy in in a uh, dynasty as well as standard uh jimmy graham's a good play this week versus carolina um tight ends have just been very very iffy uh this year i'm benching zach Ertz all across the board until he shows me that he's um awake and well and and wanting to play football um you might want to give tj Hawkinson a chance he is playing jacksonville and jacksonville is pretty bad start any tight end going against washington they can't cover any tight ends to save their lives so um you definitely want to go there um I'm going to give you guys my guys, my uh, my kickers. 
uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. He's just a great kicker, man. That guy right there produces. Daniel Carlson produces as well, but he's on bye week right now. Um, I also like uh, Graham Gano this week versus Washington. He might have an opportunity to kick plenty field goals versus that Washington football team that's been giving up 30-plus points a game uh, the last four. Then you have um, a team like um, like uh, the Carolina Panthers. They're good enough to move the ball, but they're not always good enough to score. So you might want to look at a guy like Joey Sly. Um Scoop up Mason Crosby. They're in a high-octane offense, so they're always scoring the ball. Um, a kicker that's disappointed me this year has been Harrison Butker. All right, lastly, we go to defense. Um, of course, Baltimore, no-brainer. Indy, no-brainer. I'm not starting Tampa Bay this week versus Green Bay. Um, you want to grab the Los Angeles Rams defense versus San Francisco. They're also going to play Chicago and Miami. So that's an opportunity to, to produce. They've had a nice little stretch of playing the Giants, Washington. So um, you definitely want to grab that defense. Then you want to play. Uh, you want to play the Patriots defense versus the lowly Denver. Uh, you want to play Miami versus the Jets. And then you might want to play um, the New York Giants uh, defense versus Washington football until they prove that they can score. Those are my plays for the week. Thank you guys for checking out another episode of Talking Sports with Manny. Appreciate all the love. Uh, Be sure to follow me on Twitter and IG at TS with Manny. Uh, Be sure to follow me on Facebook and YouTube. Um, the name there is talking sports with Manny. Um, be sure to share this podcast with somebody else. If it brings you value, please retweet it when I put it out uh, tomorrow morning. Also, um, if you guys could please subscribe on Apple and just leave me a review. Um, it will definitely, definitely, uh, help me out. Um, I appreciate you guys. I love y'all. Y'all be safe.